Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. No matter where you may find yourself as you listen to this, you are now tuned in to another incredible, unbelievable, dynamic, crazy, whatever other adjectives and superlatives you want to use of the It's a Black and White thing. I am one half of the dynamic duo, Carlos Johnson. You can follow me on Twitter at A1TheLP, all letters. That's A-O-N-E-T-H-E-L-P or Facebook.com backslash A1TheLP. Again, if you hit me up on Facebook, please tell me you listen to the show because I do not accept friend requests from random strangers. And looky, looky here. Last week we talked about the white guy did not want to show up. I threatened the white guy to show up or he would be replaced. And look who we got in the studio with us today. We got my man, A-Ward. A-Ward, what's going on? Not too much, man. How you been, man? Good, good, good. Get the people, get the people your, your, your officials, your Twitter, your Facebook, where they can find you at, Okay, man. cool, man. Most of y'all already know me because I'm that cool. Um, but if you're not already following me or friends with me on Facebook, um, holler at me on Facebook. All you got to do is search that first name, Kimsey. Don't laugh. Actually, I'll give you time to laugh right now. All right, cool. <laughs> K-I-M is in Mary Z-Y. <laughs> you can holler at me on there. Uh, Twitter, uh, at A-W-A-R-D-865. And Instagram is at A-W-A-R-D bars. That's B-A-R-S. And if you don't know, now you know. It's good to be here, man. It's good to be here. I'm glad you def- you finally decided to give up your, you know, your holdout mm-hmm. and report. Yep. I appreciate appreciate you being here. Appreciate you Contract being here. Contract talks were cool. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're working on Skylar someday, you know. <laughs> yeah. You know, you know. But uh now, you know, if 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 you're listening to this and you're wondering, man, this sounds so smooth, so crisp. These brothers that coming through, it doesn't sound like he's in an echo chamber while they're recording. This is it's because we are in the MMP studios. The homie Trent is holding it down with the Music Microwave Podcast studio. So check out my homie Trent, man. He's got the Music Microwave Podcast bringing you the best in Christian hip-hop classic, you know, throwback jams, mm-hmm. current joints, joints you may have never heard before that went under the radar. If you like hip-hop, Curfew. if you like, you know, you know some 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 rhythm and praise joints you know what i'm saying check out my dude you can peep him out at twitter.com backslash music microwave podcast facebook.com music microwave podcast and then you can check out the podcast at podomatic.com backslash music microwave podcast so you know shouts out to the homie for hosting us tonight you know most most episodes will originate from here you know you know um, you know, we got a little business business transaction going on. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I scratch his back. He scratches mine. Pause if applicable. Uh, <laughs> you know, but yo, we got a great show for you today, man. We're going to get into a little bit, little bit what about these KC Royals, my Kansas City Royals. Yes, I'm officially all in. Hey, you call it what you want. I, I, I said make a make a playoffs, make a series. Five game series, seven game series. I'm all in the end. We're gonna talk a little bit of NFL, a little bit of college football. That's what I'm talking about. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. A Ward is. Mm, I'm not gonna say college football expert, but no. you know, he knows a little bit. He knows a little bit. So just a little bit. Yeah, let's get into it. So the first topic for today, we again, we're going to start out with the home, with the hometown, with the with the city. Kansas City is the town. Literally, a couple of couple of weeks ago, um, you had the Monday night football game, or last week actually had the Monday night football game Kansas City put it down on the Patriots the town was going crazy then the next night the Royals once again my Royals 
my Royals. This dude, man. Fought, fought hard, scrap, bunt, steal. If you watch uh, Highly Questionable, bunt, steal. Listen to Poppy, bunt, steal, bunt, steal, bunt, steal. And they came back and beat the A's. Then swept the team with the best record in the American League, uh, the Angels. Uh, game three was crazy. Right, right. Uh, cats wilding out. Billy Butler. Stealing bases. Stealing bases. Like, seriously. I thought they were going to throw at him next time up when he stole that base. It was just like, that's like one of those, like, I'm styling on you. Right. Moves that was just like, bragging. Yeah, yeah. So, At that know. point, yeah, that was just like, okay, we realize you had the best record in baseball, but you're going home, so right. we might as well. Right. Might so as well, my bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I'm stupid hype, super hype, you know, because I, I love this city when our sports teams are doing well, especially the pro teams when the Chiefs and the Royals. It just brings a different type of energy right, to atmosphere. our city. Yeah. Um, yeah. Our job, you know, we got a Royals flag flying right now. Um, our job, our president was so hype over them last Friday. We got to wear T-shirts. Yep, we get that tomorrow. So Royals Friday tomorrow, Blue Friday. Yeah, yeah. For Crazy. the first time ever, we we got to wear T-shirts. You know, we're you know, I work in a corporate job, so it's button ups four days a week, polos on the Friday, business casual. So um, I'm excited to see them make it to the ALCS. Um, but I'm excited for a couple of different reasons. I'm hoping that David Glass is looking at the excitement that this that's coursing through the city uh, i know he's looking at the sales right uh, of what's going right. on i saw the report that 41 did of all the memorabilia from that that play-in game that they were selling and that people are just coming in and buying like crazy um i saw sunday this past sunday morning of of t-shirt makers you know pressing up shirts jerseys not official jerseys <laughs> but the t-shirt joints um, and they were like, you know, they're working around the clock. They were, going, they were going to stop to watch the game. I hope he's looking at the money that's being poured into his franchise with this postseason run and saying, okay. Right. You know, I, I'm, I'm comfortable with pouring a little bit more money into this franchise for them to be great. Because yeah. uh, I think there was a report today of, of the Royals reaching out and talk, having contract extension talks with James Shields. I think Man. the report was five years, $80 million. That'd be nice. Although I'm pretty sure James Shields is probably, mm, yeah, <laughs> he's probably looking like I can do a little bit better on the right. open market than that. So I'm hoping that they're looking to uh, to do whatever it takes to bring him back because again, it's not enough um, to just make it for this one season. Like they gotta push through and continue to be a contender. What yeah, the success has got to be consistent. I mean, it's got to be consistent, you know, because like you said, the atmosphere in this town is so uh, vibrant right now for Kansas City sports. But then to play devil's advocate, it's like, why is it only vibrant right now when we're winning? You know, so they're they're very aware of that. So we have got to continue to success, you know, for players like James Shields to say, OK, I'll stick around because, you know, you know, when it comes to Wade Davis's contract toss, when it comes to the rest of them, you know, you know, not everybody's going to be on board, you know, at all times like that. So it's got to be it's got to be huge. So my question is, what do you think? What's the chance you think that we have at this next series? Like, I mean, obviously we got the the Orioles, you know, these O's ain't royal, you know, um, <laughs> obviously we got obviously we got the uh, the Orioles coming up and um, and Kansas City and just like Baltimore would have been a long shot, you know, at the beginning of the year, if they would have said, you know, uh, these two teams would be playing in the ALCS, people would have kind of laughed probably. So what do you think, man? I don't know. See, here's my issue with the Royals. And this is – I want them in the offseason to go and get someone who has home run power. 
because it is so frustrating to watch them. You mean Ibanez and Whittingham just aren't doing it for you? <laughs> not quite. Not, not, they come a little short. Just a little short. <laughs> no, nah, I mean, because you watch, uh, you watch the Royals and you see them with their warning track power. I mean, you saw in the, in the playing game against the A's, Aoki shot, you thought, okay, he just won the game, bottom right. of the ninth with this shot, and it sh- comes up short. Hosmer's hit some joints off the wall. Even Gordon the, yeah, hit the triple that we, you know, I mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so I mean, I want them to get a big bat, and the reason I'm bringing that up is because the Orioles have some bats that can bring it. Um, gosh. So did the Angels, too, though. That's true. That's true. I mean, look, it, right now it's kind of going back to a dead ball era. Pitchers are having the advantage. But still, again, to use another team as an example, you look at the the, the Cardinals, uh, what they did to Kershaw in game one of their of their series. They're down 6-1. They bat around. They, they're not – I mean, granted, they're not hitting warning track power shots, but they're spraying shots all over the field. And then Matt Holliday caps it off with a three-run homer. Like, it would be nice to know – Right, that you have someone coming to the plate, and again, they have Nelson Cruz, who'll be coming to the plate. Um, Chris Davis, he's suspended right now for violating their uh, substance, substance abuse, right? Yeah, well, not substance abuse, abuse, but uh, uh, enhancement. Oh, okay, uh, PEDs. Yeah, right. He got popped for amphetamine, so he'll be back if this goes anything beyond. Uh, if they don't sweep, okay, because it was an eight-game suspension. Uh, it was no twenty-five games, but. It bled into the postseason. Right. So if it goes to game five, he'll be back. They have, you know, Adam Jones, while he's not a bopper, but he's got power you have to respect. Um, so, you know, you got to be careful with these guys, man. You got to be careful, and and hopefully they can keep it going. I'm going to ride this good wave with my Royals, man. They on the cover. Now, that concerns me. Cover right. of Sports, Sports Illustrated. Illustrated. If you haven't seen it yet, Eric Hosmer is on the cover of Sports Illustrated. Oh, man. Um, they talk, what, what, is that, what does the cover say? It hey, says, man. we don't believe what we just saw. Wow. The Royals or the Orioles are headed to the World Series. Yeah, so, I mean, you know, you got that going. So, hopefully, you know, I know people say the jinx isn't real, but, man, you just uh, – as a sports fan, you're taught you, – you, you grow up in a culture of uh, – what is the word I'm looking for? You grew up in a culture of believing in, I can't think of the word. Help me out. Help superstitions. Me out. Superstitions. There you, there, you there you go. You believe in superstitions, you know? <laughs> we got, we got D- DJ Trey over here chiming in. Yeah, he's chiming in. You know, he doesn't, he doesn't have a mic, but he's going, he's going to highlight. He, he said Jamal Charles got hurt yep. when he got put on the cover. Yeah. I mean, you know, he you, did. you're brought up in the culture of superstition. So, you know, um, I'm watching Notre Dame play, and when I stand up, they do well. Dude, you're telling me, man. I watched Tennessee lose to another backup quarterback last week. The <laughs> whole time we were playing, I was thinking Rohan Davey, <laughs> how Matt Mock came in for him in the SEC championship, and we always lose to the backup quarterbacks. Anytime we hurt a quarterback in a game, it's yeah. just, man. But, yeah, you remember that kind of stuff, you know? Yeah. Superstitions yeah. like that, you know? Um, yeah, so. But to, to bring it back, I think I'm going to say Royals in six. I think they – you know, I'm on a big game, James. You know, Jordano Ventura, man, throwing heat. You know, you got Finnegan yeah. in the bullpen. You got Davis. Hopefully, I haven't heard about what's going on with Herrera, but. Uh, well, he pitched the last game, right? Okay. Yeah, okay. so he came back and pitched the last game. So it was okay. just some okay. kind of a forearm. Okay. Uh, I'm not sure exactly what yeah, was the I, of it. But. Look, these are my Royals, but I did go to sleep on that last game once I knew they had it in hand. <laughs> now, now, had they lost to the, uh, to the A's, they would have not been your Royals, right? No, uh, be, you're right. They would they not have been, been my Royals. They're Royals still, but they would have been. Since they beat the A's, now they are. They are my, possession. 
if you listen to the first two episodes of the show, I've been very consistent. They needed to make a playoff series where you have to win three out of five or four out of seven for me to buy in. And additionally, for me to continue to buy in, they have to re-sign James Shields and do something with and and get a big bat. Well, you know what? Just James Shields would be enough, but it would be nice. Right. Kind of icing on the cake to get a big bat. Because I, I know there's already talks about maybe Billy Butler won't be back. Well, yeah, I can see that. Um, so we'll see. But we'll see what happens with that. So, yeah, I, I got uh, Royals in six. What about you? Um. Wow. See, I'm going to be uh, – I like to play the devil's advocate a little bit. I honestly think if the Royals take game one, then I think they win it in five. I think if they lose game one – um, I honestly think that they lose it in five or six. And that's because, like, I feel like that they're on this somewhat of a magical run, and we haven't lost in a long time. And I want to see how they deal with defeat, how they deal from being one game back. Now, you know, all year we saw runs of nine, 10, 11 games, and then they'd hit a wall, you know. Now, granted, during the year, obviously, we had to go to Guthrie. And, you know, so so with the pitching rotation that we got now, I think that they're going to stick with the – Three men is that is that correct? Are they sticking with? You know, I hadn't even checked. I haven't even checked to see what the rotations. Oh, okay. I know Shields is starting game one. Right. I mean, it's still and kind so of the same Ventura, rotation. But yeah, essentially. Yeah. So I, I like to see how they deal with defeat. Um. So so I mean, if I had to go with my gut, I I would have said uh, Royals and six. But since you went that way, um, I'll probably give. I I go Royals and five because I think they win tomorrow. So I was going to say. I was about to say. You know. Yeah, I'm not going to pick against them. I'm not. Yeah, gonna be that yeah. Because I was about to yeah. say at I want Ward, to eight six five. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I want people to continue to listen. So you know. But yeah, I think. I mean, I think they have the tools. You know, it's just about how 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 far can small ball take you. You know, how far can small ball take you? And I think that we have a good matchup with the Orioles. And so yeah, yeah, we'll see. Don't we'll ask see. me about the World Series though. <laughs> I know I I was listening today, and people go crazy with this stuff. Like, I mean, we were I mean we were talking about in our group about the the World Series tickets and mm-hmm. the lottery, and I'm like, man, and you said it like, don't jinx it. Yes, don't jinx it. I'm like, yeah, you know, you know, but. I've already heard people talking about, you know, well, Subway Series or not Subway Series, but uh, I seventy right. series with the Cardinals. Was it you that was telling me that it was the the least watched World Series in the last thirty years or forty years? Not I heard really. it somewhere. Apparently, the Royals and uh, Cardinals World Series in eighty five was the least watched uh, World Series of maybe all time, like as wow. far as television ratings at that time. And uh, I'm, I, I, you obviously check me if I'm wrong and feel free to add well, it in the comment section. Well, no, I'm just thinking about. I was just trying to think about other World Series. I'm. I mean, you're probably right about that. That's interesting. I think the difference, though, this time is I feel like the Royals, with that first game mm-hmm. against the A's, they got everybody's attention. Yeah. And then with them sweeping the Angels, which, you know, you could you could at least statistically with with by record, were the best team in baseball. Right, right. Now, you can debate about who, going into the playoffs, who was the best team, but by record, they were. And mm-hmm. so I think they caught a lot of people's attention. Um, and, I mean, there was a – ESPN has done has did one of those the polls. Maps. Yeah, who do you yeah. want to win in every state but you know Maryland? Yeah, I think uh, teams are like. I mean, it's kind of like when you get like a Cinderella team in the in the uh, bracket, you know, and teams just start flocking towards that. I feel like you know. Yeah, everybody loves an underdog. Yeah. So yeah, so I think I think hypothetically, not to you know, I don't want to jinx it. You know, I got <laughs> the cover and all that, but um, if if it, if that were to repeat itself, you know, twenty nine years later, I think that you would have. Again, you have a, a, a huge following um, just because of the Royals. Story yeah, I agree. Underdog, so. I agree, man. Yeah, cool, cool, cool. So moving on, we'll get into, again, we'll get into what is A-War considers his uh, area of expertise. Uh, we're going to talk a little college football. Oh, I thought uh, you were talking about bars. 
yeah. that is also your other area yeah. of expertise. But not we're not talking about bars right, right about cool. now. Um, if you don't Speaking know, of Eric Hosmer, twenty two thousand dollars or something. Like, anyway, anyway. Oh no, 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 no. Let's hit that real quick. Let's hit that. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking bars. You know, bars. You know. Right. Go ma- ahead. Yeah. Go ahead and tell the people what's going on. With, and also, with- apparently, alleged. I, I've seen like three or four different articles. Um, don't ask me when I saw the articles because I wasn't clocked on. Um, but I, I had read these articles. Um, from a certain desk at a certain place that I worked. Um, and uh, a couple of them said twelve thousand. One of them said like fifteen thousand. But essentially, uh, Eric Hosmer, I believe Shields was there. I think I saw pictures of Infante um, down to Power and Light after the big win the other night. And uh, for the last hour, just said, look, the tab's on us. And champagne was going everywhere. And 20-something thousand dollars later, man, picked up. What do you think about that? Like, is that, do you think that's good for the city? Do you think that's good that it shows that, I mean, yeah, you know, that they're willing to just come down with us? I mean, uh, cool people. It's, it's, the fans no doubt played an effect, especially if you look at that, the way that crowd was during the A's game. Right. I mean, they were there, you know, pitch in, pitch out, every at-bat. They brought the energy. Obviously, the game against, you know, game three against the Angels, it shows that they are of the people. Like, they understand that the fans um, are thirsty, no pun intended, uh, for a winner. Um, they've, they've been They've been waiting, you know, forever right um a guy my job one of one of the guys i work with he said you know he has a connection that can get him tickets to game three mm-hmm. um and he was like you know but he can it he has he has a son who i believe is 13 and he's like you know should i take my son should i let, give the ticket to my son or should i go and i said look it's been 30 years right <laughs> you don't know if this opportunity is going to come back around again your son has a life to live you may be dead the next time the Royals right. get an opportunity Hopefully to make not, a run like this. Yeah, Hopefully exactly. not. So you never know. But but no, nah, man, I think it's great that they that they hang, come and hang out with the people and say, "Hey, drinks on me." Right. Let's just um, hope that they paid the cab rides home. <laughs> that's that's what that's what. Well, my, you, yeah. know, you know, you can't be responsible for everybody. You know, <laughs> drink responsibly, people. Drink please, responsibly, please, please, please. Drake responsibly. I mean, drink. Yeah. <laughs> Did you say Drake responsibly? That's what yeah, it sounded like. Yeah, you said. my bad. My all right, bad. all right, my bad. I mean, I don't, I don't know what to do with that. So we just, we just keep. It That's a good segue. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so we'll, uh, you know, like once we, we'll, we're going to jump into a little college football. Um, you know, you've heard me talk about maybe, maybe you haven't. I'm a Notre Dame fan, been that way since I was seven. Um, got to watching Tony Rice and Jerome Brooks and Reggie. Who um, are those guys? Well, look at you. Uh, look probably at you not NFL see, Hall of Famers see, or see. anything. Jerome Bettis is an NFL Hall of Oh, Jerome Hall of Bettis. Famer. Okay, yeah. there we go. Tim yeah. Brown. No, he's great. Hall yeah. of Famer. Yeah. 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 Okay. What was the one guy, the the fast guy? Uh, uh, Rocket Ishmael. Rocket Ishmael. Yeah. yeah. He, was, he was dope. He was dope. Yeah, he was cool. Um, you know. He played a little ball in his day. Yeah, he did. He did. So, I'm a Notre Dame fan. A. Ward is a Tennessee fan Rocky and an SEC snob. Third down for what? <laughs> um, so, he's a, he's a huge fan. So, we... Part of the reason we got into to doing this show is because we would argue back and forth on Saturday afternoons about football, about the SEC and stuff right. like that. So I uh, want to get into some breaking news that, that came out right as we uh, got off work today um, while A-War was kind of like, you know, I was off the clock. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to mess with you on that. <laughs> um, but uh, Todd Gurley has been suspended indefinitely by uh, by the team by the University of Georgia he's a Georgia Bulldog potential Heisman favorite right. definitely top 5 to 10 
first round draft pick. We'll see. You know, they like to build these guys up to, to break them down. And look, some of the holes he's running through, we could run through. True. Maybe true. we couldn't get through them as fast as he could. Right. Uh, but we could run through some of those holes. And, you know, but he's got power. Um, kind of reminds me of, I think I said, I hope he's not Trent Richardson 2.0. Right. Because that's kind of what it kind of reminds me of when he when he get, hits the hole, way he can run through tacklers. I'm a little bit of Adrian, Adrian Peterson, too. Yeah. yeah. A little um, bit of Lindell White. Actually, no. No, no probably no, not. No, no. <laughs> he's, Lindell's a little bit more powerful, a little bit yeah. bigger, dude. But. But no, nah, but uh, he's been suspended. Uh, the the what's being reported or what's being rumored uh, was for the reason for this indefinite suspension was um, he had contact with an agent, or, or the other thing that I saw is that he's been tied to merchandise uh, profiting off of his name. Hmm. Here we uh, go again, right? Right, right. You know, AJ Green, Johnny Menzel. Right. This goes on and on. And the thing that. And I, I think I talked about this on the first episode is that kill me kills me about this is the hypocrisy of the NCAA. Um, right before we started the show, Jay Billis, who who killed them once once before as they got ready for the O'Bannon case uh, on profiting off of their names and likeness, uh, put up a tweet of Todd Gurley's jersey. While it doesn't say Gurley on the back, it does say number three. And we all know who number three exactly. is for Georgia right now. Um, and they got to clean that up, man. They got to allow these guys during the off season. Somebody listen, I'm, this is going to be my thing. You listen to this podcast, you know, Mark Emmert, you know, people at NCAA get this podcast into their hands. Look, I will do you a solid. You don't even have to give me credit. <laughs> Let the players profit off of their name. Mike Slive, Jim Delaney, Bob Bowlesby, Larry Ellison. I think Ellison is a guy over, over PAC 12. Listen to me, get this into their hands. Let them profit off their names in the offseason. And once it's time to start football, practice up two-a-days and all that stuff after spring ball, cut it off. But it's got to be regulated. I mean, it's got to be regulated somehow. But that's how you regulate it, during the offseason. So once, once your team season is ended, you can go sign all the autographs you want. So how does that work for recruiting, though? So when, when somebody comes to visit your school and the guy that is hosting them and assisting them around that is a sophomore that was a freshman last year, and he made a name for himself freshman year, and he says, man, look, I got these brokers or these people that I made twenty five grand last offseason, you know? And then you go to the next college and, oh, it's, you know, you're at NC State, you know, or something like that, you know, and, and they made eight grand. or that, You know, it, it becomes a, a, a recruiting pitch as to who has the best, you know, off season. how much money can you make in the offseason more than the next school? Yeah, but people people try to use that argument for, for paying players. Right. And to me, it doesn't – all the players can't go to Alabama because these guys want to play. At the end of the day – Of course, of course. It's, it's, while it's great to yes. go to Bama, you want to play. So you're not going to go to Bama and sit behind, you know uh, – I, I use Georgia as an example. Right now, Georgia has – four running back we have four running backs right. and three of them are hurt two of them are hurt one is suspended um sony michelle is a big time freshman recruit chubb, nick it? chubb yeah big time recruit but then um, at bama you got henry uh what's the new the new yeah yeldon henry, you got yeldon. henry you got drake i mean yeah these these schools have you know i mean three two four three. yeah 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 and so i mean if you if you're going to be fifth on that depth chart like you're not going to wait if you know you can go to you know Mississippi State right. or Vandy or wherever. Mm -hmm. And if you're the big man, if you're the big fish in a small pond, that just means more money for you. So that's why I say it won't be, if you have that rule in place, it won't be limited to just, you know, Bama getting every top recruit, which they already do now. So to me, it's not changing anything. They already get their pick of who they want. 
what do you think about like if you look at it like this if if you're if you're an 18 or 19 year old kid and you're making thousands of dollars in the off season you know obviously we we've already seen some of these kids uh Ray Rice, Adrian Peterson. We we see some NFL players who have went through four years of college and still don't know how to handle having money. To an extent, I shouldn't assume that, but I'm just saying when you give young people money, they tend to do dumb things. Do you think you are um, necessarily bringing um, that aspect to it, really puts it in danger for kids' lifestyles, for their um, actually them actually graduating college, staying on the football team, or is that just something that's up to them? Like, hey, you know, you make a name for yourself, you can sell your autographs, you can get your money, you can flunk out of school if you want to. Well, I mean, from a football standpoint, they they have they all kids go in knowing they have to stay there three years, mm-hmm. whether or not they redshirt and leave and play for two years or whether they play as a true freshman and then leave. Right. So if you're going to start, if you have that in mind already, you know you're going to be there three years, then you know you have to keep your nose clean. I mean, if you look at Jameis Winston as an example, he's gotten in trouble with different things. <laughs> he's gotten in trouble for different things. And, and you know, after the the obscene uh, saying that happened in, in, in their uh, cafeteria or, or their kind of commons area, you know, Mel Kuyper dropped him from three to 23, which I don't know what that means in the grand scheme of things, but – you know how it is with the NFL. Once you get a rap, right? Of course, yeah. it ta- it takes a lot to shake it. So it doesn't, you know, if if you can go be a knucklehead if you want, but you just screw up your opportunities. Um, a, a name that comes to mind. I read a story last year on Ryan Paralu. Okay, he yeah. was the quarterback for LSU. LSU. Yeah, and then went to um, what, like Jacksonville. Yeah, Jacksonville State or Jacksonville something. State, he had an opportunity yeah. to 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 play after Jamar. He was there for Jamarcus. He got stuck behind Flynn, and then when it finally became time for him right. to to step up huge and take recruit, over the team, man. huge top, huge, yeah, yeah, huge recruit. He was, I think, Texas wanted him. Yeah. I know he almost went. He went to Texas, flip flopped, mm-hmm. and 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 decommitted. But um, you know, he has he had NFL talent, but because he got that rap of knucklehead, never got a chance to really show that talent off. Right, it cost him a chance at being a pro quarterback. Whether that be just a, a backup or a spot starter or a a franchise elite quarterback, he never got the opportunity because he was a knucklehead. Yeah. Um, now he's for him, he says a lot of wrong place, wrong time, and you know at schools like LSU, they can throw you away. You know you because they know they got just around the corner is another hot prospect. So yeah. it, so and that's the other part of that. You got to realize that um, kids make mistakes, and I think in the case of Jameis Winston, that has to be, you know. Old media types who in the middle-aged guys who have gotten their lives together forget that they stood up at one time and said something inappropriate. Right, of course. Oh, yeah. They stood up. You know, they they may have smoked the weed, the reefer. They may have hit a joint, a doobie or two in their day, and then they grow up and they somehow— Or for the Gordon family, they might have hit 17, right? (laughs) (laughs) You know— you know, so they grow up and they forget that they once were kids. And so we hold them to adult standards and don't allow them to mature and develop. So um, you again, notice that as you as you get older, the way you look at these 18 and 19 year old kids, this is like a lot less patience, a lot more criticism. Man, I've always said I, I think I may have been 19. I said the class of 2003 
starting from 2003 and back are crazy. <laughs> I said that at 19. I said, there's something wrong with these kids. You start from 2003 and work your way on back. 04, 05, 06. Something wrong with them. <laughs> something is wrong. I said that as a 19-year-old. So, look. What year did you graduate? 2000. Oh, okay. So I never forget. I was a junior. I was a junior. I was going to Lincoln. And, um, you know, we grew up, you know, obviously you had freshman day. Like now that would be hazing. It's bullying. Oh, my God. Right. Oh, my God. But um, we grew up. Uh, so I'm junior. Junior, my bad. I'm a junior. I'm getting on the bus. There's a senior. He's getting on the bus. He's one of, you know, one of the most popular guys in the school. He's a basketball player, like 6'4", six, 6'5". Six, you know, well put together dude or whatever. Pause. <laughs> yeah. I got you. <laughs> so he gets on the bus. Um, he asks a kid who's a sixth grader class of 2003. He's a sixth grader. No, he's not a sixth grader. Eighth grader. My bad. And he says, hey, you know, you mind if I sit next to you? This is all he asks him. He ain't say, get up, little dude. It's just a little small cat, little mm-hmm. runt. He asked dude, get up. He ain't pick him up by his collar and just throw him out the seat. He asks him politely. Dude goes out, bleep you, bleep you, bleep you. I ain't got to do bleep, 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 bleep. He looked at him, kind of sighed, and just walked off. And I, I said, man, what's wrong with this dude, man? What's wrong with this? And then I just start seeing this pattern of just craziness. So ever since then, ever since then, I've been saying that. So you know, while I while I do get older, the music does get worse. Young Thug is terrible. <laughs> uh, I'm a hip hop head, and if you if you know who Young Thug is, he's terrible. I gotta get hip to this stuff because I still have no clue what that Travis Bro. Kelsey dance that what's that smirt shmoney dance. Shmoney yeah, dance. I, ha- I have no clue. Like man, I mean. just go to like a black family reunion or a cookout and just go watch like just, the older people. When uh, go to like, Clam Park or where can I go? Like over here, uh, Why Not County Lake? You know, just, yeah, just, you know. and just wait for um, like Love and Happiness by Al Green to come on or some old cut to come on, and you are gonna see like like somebody's aunt and uncle get up and they and they'll start shmoney dancing. They don't know that they're shmoney dancing, but that's all it is. It's just old folks just kind of rocking from side to side and swaying. That's all it is. Oh, okay. So what's that mean? Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh that okay. was terrible, bro. Somebody did it on a Ryder Cup? Like the junior uh junior like Ryder Cup team. Oh man. First of all, the 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 guy interviewing him goes goes, show them the dance you invented. And I'm looking like, whoa, <laughs> you invented? <laughs> it's just because none on? of them have ever even watched right, YouTube you know, or you know, anything. You know, right, like you they're know. Are, they're still freaking out about uh Ricky Fowler's uh haircut. Haircut, yeah, you know, jingoism. So, they don't have stuff. time. <laughs> But no, like he goes, and actually, in terms of that, I just saw that they are calling that Columbusing now, where like you know, you know, obviously, people. The story goes, you know, people had found America way before Christopher Columbus did, but Columbus shows up and goes, "Hey, I'm here now. This is oh wow, America." So now, so now they're calling when white people kind of take something that the black community <laughs> created. And made it to their own. They're calling it Columbus. So next week, when I'm the only anchor of the white and black thing, it'll be Columbusing. A Ward has Columbus. It's a black and white thing. A, yeah. Well, I, you see, I switched it. It's a white and black thing. My bad. That was just like that, I didn't even mean to. It just rolled off the tongue. So. Yeah, yeah, but that's what they call it. They call it Columbusing because, like, you look. I've seen articles where, like, mag, like L magazine said, Tim's are in style now. Like and Timberlands, like boots. Like, 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 yes, Tim. Timberland boots are in style now. And it's like, uh, I don't know. People, black people in New York have been kind of. Well, what about like Carhartt jackets? Like, because I feel like that white farmer people wore that and then, <laughs> then, like, then it became like the street code. Like, you put on a, like, I, like, I feel, you know, like, I'm just being honest. Hey, like, hey. 
Enlighten me. Enlighten me, my brother. I don't know brother. what the word is. Enlighten me. I, I, don't know. I don't know what you call that. Um, I thought Columbusing would be like when you rock bottom a fan for running on the field. <laughs> like, like, I thought... <laughs> Pun intent. You see what I mean? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Columbia, yeah. You know, that like, happened in Columbus, Ohio. Right. That dude lost a scholarship. He did? He did. The kid who ran up. So let me set the scene here. Um, at a Ohio Shout State Shout out to these game. rabbit trails. I'm enjoying it. Let's, <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. A kid at the uh, Ohio State game ran on the field, uh, and the strength and conditioning coach, I believe his last name is Shales, Coach Shales, basically grabbed him by the neck and rock bottom him if you see the picture it's a perfect i mean it looks perfect. like the rock wrestlemania yeah yeah, like, yeah 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 he rock bottom him then he picked him up and just kind of said get out of here you little runt you little punk dude if he would have hit him with the people's elbow i would have hired that strength and conditioning <laughs> coach as my head coach immediately <laughs> like if he would have just like pulled off like oh man but yeah so he right yes he would have been on the re- on the car for wrestlemania 32 right but yo, but no, he 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 throws a kid out, and that kid was a, a engineering student. He was a senior engineering student, but he has lost his scholarship, which was room and board and tuition. So too bad that kid can't sign autographs in the off season, right? Oh right, right. <laughs> right. Hey, well, that's a whole other topic. You know I mean, but I mean? can you imagine calling your parents though? Like, uh, so mom, dad, how's it going? You could you can do the voice. It's okay. Hey, Johnny. You know, I mean, I I get it. <laughs> Jimmy Lipper. I mean, hey, yeah. Jimmy Lipper called his parents. Hey, mom, I ran on the field. Oh, did you did, son? Did they win? <laughs> right. Uh, no. Oh, I was I was had a little drunk and uh, my friends dared me. But no. But no. But anyway, we we digress. We digress. But um, so yeah. So you know, hopefully Todd Gurley gets his case uh, resolved out soon. I hate that it happens against Missouri because last year when they made their run, it kind of started against Georgia's when they kind of started to burst onto the national scene and then. The excuse making it was, you know, well, you know, they didn't have Gurley last year. I think their tight end Bennett got hurt when uh, Conley got hurt. Well, let's just look at. I mean, I, and I promise not to bring uh, Tennessee into the picture too many times on these podcasts. You can, you can. This is hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. This is our show. Okay, this is our show. Okay, this, this is our show. Okay, all right, we cool. do what we want. So, how do you think? I, so, Tennessee loses to Georgia two weeks ago, right? Um, uh, 35 to 32. Um, Gurley has a 206 yards career high. You know. Um, then last week Tennessee loses to Florida ten to nine, mm, right? Just ugly. Oh man, I don't even want to talk about it. But you know, Chucky, Todd really. Gurley essentially won that game uh, for Georgia. And then last week we lose to Florida, where their backup quarterback Trayon Harris came in and led them to ten straight points and lose. So in and then the next week Trayon Harris is suspended, and now Todd Gurley is suspended. So technically we're pretty much four and one, right? Like I mean. <laughs> In 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 the uh, what do you call that moral victory? But more, yeah. Moral victories, yeah. You four and one, four and one. Yeah, and so this Top week we play Chattanooga about fifteen in the uh, We'll in the play Chattanooga on this week, which is a out of conference game. So just pay attention to whoever their best player is, and then place bets on him that he'll probably be suspended hurt, that next suspended, week. Suspended, kicked out of school. There's um, absolutely nothing to do in Chattanooga, by the way. <laughs> but Bojangles is down there. Y'all need I worked for Bojangles when I was fifteen. Yep, there you go. Dope spot, chicken and biscuits. They still serve breakfast all day. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Dope Good spot. stuff. Man. But anyway, look up Bojangles. We digress. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So all right. So uh, we'll move on to the next thing. So uh, we had again. This is another conversation we had this week. Um, we were talking about. I think it was the homie David Reese. Shout out to the homie David Reese. We are going. Not to- a fan of David Reese, by the way. Continue. <laughs> no, I'm just messing. We're going to uh to Notre Dame together this weekend to go watch North Carolina play. Um it's gonna be a great time. Headed down tomorrow on the train to the Lou, then we're gonna take 
from St. Louis head out there Saturday morning to go watch, uh, you know, Notre Dame fighting Irish play ranked fifth in the country. And so he, he had a Facebook status where he said, you know, if Notre Dame is not in the top five on this latest AP poll, it's going to be a, a tragedy. And I'm going to be upset. Right. And then a Ward came in, stirred the pot a little bit. You know, oh yeah. I mean, you know, on. talking about Ole Miss and Mississippi state. Um, and I went on kind of a rant, which is one of the reasons why I started this show about why, why the AP poll is irrelevant right now. It doesn't make sense. Preseason polls are stupid. In in I don't want to say college basketball per se, um, but definitely in college football because we don't know how good these teams are. Mm-hmm. Um and so to to a couple of the points that I made in that in that post was you take a team like Ole Miss. Ole Miss was ranked uh 18th to start the year. They looked terrible for three quarters against Boise State. Uh, not again, not your father's Boise State, not even your little brother's Boise State uh, with Jared J- right. Bransky and Kellen Moore. They moved up three spots for basically for nothing. And then they've continued to move up as they pay, play week team after week team until they got to Bama. Uh, Mississippi State was not even ranked two weeks ago. They were unranked and now they're in the top five or top or they number six. They're behind Notre Dame. Right. So They're who did they beat before uh, they beat Texas A&M? They beat A&M, who, again, I've been saying from the from the standpoint of the beginning they can't stop anything. that their defense is yeah, terrible. They terrible. were ranked 21, beat South Carolina, who was ranked 9th, nine. And, the, and the AP flip-flopped, poll right? voters flip-flopped. Yeah. And they went to number 9 for what? Um, when, again, South, we're now finding out South Carolina is not very good. Um, Mississippi State beat LSU who, again, we're finding out this year they're very young. They got a freshman quarterback starting, true freshman quarterback starting. So they're not very good. And so these AP poll voters are almost making it up as they go along. It's mm-hmm. kind of like uh, – Just the AP or are we talking coaches poll too? I'm, I don't take coaches poll seriously because it's not – they're not filling out the ballot. Okay. Somebody's doing it for them, whether it's their SID, sports information director, an assistant coach, the AD himself. Right. They don't have time to watch these games. you know, best friend. I mean, Brian Kelly just said uh, he was on uh, – I don't know if it was an interview with the radio show or just a press conference. He's the head coach for Notre Dame. He said it was two years ago the last time he watched a football game. That's crazy. I mean, because but they don't have time. They don't have time. They're they're rec- they're working on recruiting. They're working on game. Well, then well not like, doing the they season. They watch game film. They're I watching mean, games. Is, yeah, they're watching game saying. field. They're game planning for each week. They don't have time for that kind of stuff to sit and watch. You know what? How the USC Arizona State game? Ended. You mean they're not at Buffalo Wild Wings? No, no, no they're not. They don't have. Yeah, okay. No, no, they're not. So I mean, um, I, I pick on the AP poll because these guys are writers, right? Who should be watching these games and and. As much as they can, I get you can't watch unless you are. Well, I mean, they're going to Buffalo Wild Wings. Stuff. I mean, right, <laughs> right. But uh, but you know, it's it's the poll is irrelevant. You know, again, and they're and they're just guessing. Even with this past week's poll, TCU was twenty five. Mm-hmm. Uh, Oklahoma was three or four, I believe. They beat um, Oklahoma at home, mind you. Right by um, what four points? By four points, okay. had a pick six to win it, uh-huh. and they went to to number nine. And granted, they're undefeated, but again, I don't know how good TCU is. I don't know how good Bama is. I don't know how good Notre Dame is, right. for goodness sake. You know, and we'll find out pretty soon if they beat Carolina, then they face Florida State uh, next week at Tallahassee. Mm-hmm. So if they continue to win, then I, we'll find out. Mm-hmm. But but these these polls shouldn't come out to at least week 10. At least week 10 to give people, and I know you got this look like, I don't know. Well, I mean, so, I disagree, but I disagree for for, for different reasons, per se. Um, I, I, I tend to disagree because you take, you take preseason rankings away 
um, you take away ratings. You take away tradition. I mean, you, you take away that number by their name, you know, and, and then how do you know where to go for game day? How do you know what this coach is against the quote-unquote top 10 in the last three years? You know, how do you know um, – I mean, some of this stuff, like, you know, like this team has been number one for so many weeks straight. You just – you take away some of the stuff that actually adds to heritage or adds to the tradition, you know. Like you have teams like Notre Dame who back in the 90s, you know, they were just – I mean, you're, you're always top 10. Now, but one thing I would say is that I'll, like when the BCS – rest in peace to the BCS, by the way um, – when the BCS – you know, they would have a BCS poll come out, what, six week eight week, week eight. eight week eight the bcs poll and everybody knew that was the poll that really mattered when it came to the top 10 top 15 teams you know so i would say that that was definitely beneficial because that's at that point about about i think week probably seven or eight i feel like you really kind of know who the contenders are going to be because one you can look at the rest of their schedules you can see kind of what they've done so far most of their I mean, if you think about it, most of these teams, well, I guess uh, not necessarily this year, but a lot of these teams play some of their out-of-conference games, you know, first two, three weeks of the season, you know. So you've gotten a few conference games in, and you've kind of got it ironed out. So, But I just think that, you know, um, it's just something about, you know, when, when Tennessee plays Florida or when um, some of these teams play early on in the year, you know, if it's a top 25 match, then ticket sales are going to go up for that particular game, you know. I guarantee if for some reason, you know, um, you know, Tennessee was ranked, you know, higher or whatever, you know, or if another team was ranked higher, you know, and you're 17 against 18, you're going to get a lot more people to be at that game because sometimes fans look at that kind of stuff, especially fans that don't pay attention to sports as much. They're like, oh, that's another top 25 team. Oh, this is going to be a big game. Oh, it's a lot of people tailgating. So I feel like if you don't have the polls at all, if you just have a bunch of team names, then it takes away a little bit of something. But I do agree with you on the fact that, you know, we have no clue. I mean, we, we you don't you don't know. You know, you don't know how good a team is. Every year, a team is different. You know, you can take oh well, they're returning, they're returning this, that, and the other. But uh, you know, these days, you, you just don't know. You know, and we still don't know how good good Bo is or bad Bo is. You know, I mean, don't get me started on. Bo hey, Wiles. they can lose to Tennessee, which they probably will. You know, I mean, though they might lose to Tennessee at home. You know, and 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 uh, and so we don't know. You know, um, all we know is who's still the coach. You know, and that's why I and 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 where are they playing? You know, and that's why I give wins at LSU, even though LSU was a pretty not very good team. You know, like a win against Les Miles in, you know, in LSU, at, you know, that night, that's a, that's, a, that's a tough win to me, you know. And so those are the only con- constants that we have. But I just feel like if you take away the whole ranking system altogether until week 10, I just feel like you're messing with a whole lot of, um, of stuff. I mean, you know, Derek – Derek Dooley, Lane Kiffin, these those coaches never won top twenty five teams or against top twenty five teams. That was a big knock, you know. Well, if there had never been top twenty fives, you know, then then they, you know, then they wouldn't have have that quote unquote record that pops up on the screen for the Aflac trivia question that says when is the last time they have beat a t-, you know. And so I just think it takes away a little bit. But I do agree with you that we have absolutely no clue. You know, I don't think TCU is the ninth best team in the nation. Gary Patterson still coach them. Mm-hmm. Okay, well mm-hmm. then I I'd say they're a well coached team, um, but but I don't know necessarily know that they're ninth best. I don't think that Ole Miss is third best. Um, I think Mississippi State with Dan Mullen, who is uh, gonna have a different job probably in the next two years, <laughs> Florida, um, and Prescott, who has been pretty under the radar the last couple of years, but still been you know a yeah. pretty good quarterback. I think that they they have a top ten team. You know, I, I would be willing to bet that, but. We have no clue, man. Yeah, I buy into Mississippi State. Out of all the teams I've seen, I buy into them the most because I think 
they have balance offensively and defensively. So I, I think they, to me, they have the staying power. Ole Miss has staying power because their defense is just really good. It's a really good. Is that uh, kid pretty good? That in uh, what's his name? Kim in, Kim uh, Diche or something like Kim that. Kim Diche, I think it's how you pronounce it. Yeah, yeah. he is really good. They yeah. he's right now he's playing primarily defensive tackle, but they move him around kind of like uh, Sheldon Richardson was. Well, what about your Golden Gomers? Your whatever? What are they? Golden Domers? What are they called? Yeah. How, are, they, are they for real? I don't know. You don't know? I don't know. I mean, they beat – that Stanford game was – I hated that it's it It's kind of weird when we have to ask something that's associated with Notre Dame. Are they for real, right? Insert man, I tell you, i joke right there. Anyways, um, no, can, but I didn't mean to interrupt you. And so that concludes. <laughs> <laughs> I apologize. This is the final episode. Or no, actually, you know what? New auditions. For a white guy, I need a new white. No, uh, I don't know, man. I don't. I still don't know. Like I said, the Stanford game was going to be a litmus, litmus test, but it rained, and it rained all game long. But Stanford and doesn't throw the ball very well, right? Or is, does Hogan? Is he? I mean, he's not a gun. So they're Hogan, They were probably coming into the game trying to establish a run anyway. Hogan, Hogan was okay. He couldn't. He didn't have. He doesn't have a stronger arm as Golson. So it was windy and it was raining. Okay. So he couldn't get like he threw some passes deep down the field that were ducks. One was intercepted. A couple, another couple were almost intercepted. Yeah. Um, but uh, they, I mean, it's still Stanford. They still have the physical, uh, you know, offensive line. So that was one litmus test. I think there still be that's. I think that that will still be a eight, a nine or ten win team at the end of the year. Okay. I think they can beat Oregon. Um, whose offensive line is decimated and terrible. Really? They can, I think they can beat UCLA, who can't protect Hundley. So I think they can still – I think they can run the table. Um, but, again, like I said, if they beat UNC, beat North Carolina, don't overlook them because they're 16-point favorites. North Carolina? I, I know. I know. But, it's <laughs> again, the reason – so with, with teams like Notre Dame in this new era, Mississippi State, Ole Miss – you're used to teams like that always finding a banana peel. Right. Of always losing a game oh, Georgia, that they shouldn't. Don't, Mark Richt is the king of finding <laughs> a banana peel. So with Notre Dame, like, you know, Notre Dame, they're 16-point favorites on North Carolina. I know they've had a bajillion points scored on them. Their defense is porous. Uh, their coach, Larry Fedora, has been doing the two-quarterback system thing with two different guys and based on, I follow uh, a, a Tar Heel blog on Twitter and based on what oh, they're that's saying, right. that's your basketball team. That's right? my basketball uh, school. Gotcha. So I follow them on Twitter and, and what I'm saying is based on what I'm hearing from them is that one guy, Marquise Williams, I believe is his name should be the starter and the other kid shouldn't, but he hmm. continues to have kind of this two quarterback system. Um, so they beat them. They go to Florida state to me, if they're competitive here, we, here we go with moral victories. That's a win right. for me. Even if they lose, if they're competitive with Florida State and it's a close game throughout, that's great. If they win, great. Um, because Kirk Herbstreet, and I've been counting these victories, so Kirk Herbstreet, if you listen to this, <laughs> I'm I'm counting these W's. Every time Notre Dame wins, I'm counting them. Because you said they were only going to win eight games, and right now they're at five. So they only got three more to go, bro. And Navy's <laughs> on the schedule. I'm just telling you. Oh, Kirk Herbstreit. So, so, um, so no, I, I don't know, man. Uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I'm, I'm not sure. So, uh, I know they still got, they still got to go to USC. They still have Florida State. Louisville's not a bad team. They should beat them though. There's one other game I'm missing where it, it should be a tough test for them. But 
if they can if they can get through the schedule with only two losses, I consider that a win. Well, because they probably play in in one of the major bowls with only two losses. Well, I like I like watching Notre Dame play, and 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 whether you believe it or not, um, I really do like seeing traditional powers come back to form. Um, so I I enjoy seeing them win. Um, I, one of these days when Tennessee makes it back, I'll be happy. Um, and as long as Miami Hurricanes never make it back to traditional <laughs> form, I'll be happy. Um, or anybody that Lane Kiffin is close to. So, but yeah, I've been rooting them on, man. I've been rooting Arizona them State. That's the other. That's the oh, have to go yeah. to Arizona State. So shout out to Arizona State, by man, the way. Man, that Hail Mary was dope. That was Mary crazy. Was dope. Dude, Hayes Pillard, what are you doing? He's number ten for USC. It's a Hail Mary. Don't be the hero. <laughs> don't try to knock it down. Don't don't try to. It's not a punt. Like he's out. If you go go watch the clip, Arizona State I USC. Feel like somebody like their hand fell off the controller and they didn't hit like triangle or whatever. Bro, I, don't, I don't play video bro, games, but he just bro. didn't jump. He was just like, bro, just I pressed there. Y, bro. Right. The game cheating. Yeah, I pressed exactly. Y. That's what that's what that moment was because he's standing in. It's Arizona State USC. Arizona State wins on the last second hail mary. Hayes Pillard, he's number ten, I believe he's a safety or a linebacker. I think he's By a the safety. Way, shout out to A one. I mean Carlos, knowing everybody's name and how to pronounce <laughs> all of these players' <laughs> names, like it just is impressive to me. But anyway, continue. But no, but he, he the the pass is thrown up, uh, and he's waiting for it to come down in the end zone. I think it's Jalen Strong from uh, Arizona State comes out of nowhere, catches the pass. Well, I mean it. Nobody hits him. He just jumps up, catches the pass. But he he's just snatched hero. it. Yeah, he, he just mean, smashed it. It's he like did, he was running down the field with his eyes on the ball the whole time. Didn't and he have just a clue went up, went up, high pointed it, just and, grabbed it. And Hayes Pillard is still standing there waiting for it to come down as Jalen Strong catches it and, and lands in the end zone. So, uh, crazy, crazy finish. So they still have to go to Arizona State, who is a really, really good team. College so. football is fun, man. It is. I love college football more than that's a great segue. Yeah, it that's is a great segue. Uh, I love college football a lot more than the NFL. Right Me now. too. Um, I have again. I have been. You know, last week I talked about struggling with watching the NFL going forward. I love fantasy football. I love playing fantasy football. Oh, it, wait. Good segue, by the oh, way. Oh, so, God. Here we go. Team uh, A-Ward played Team uh, Carlos Johnson last week. I, I go by A-1, so A1. I can say A-1. A-1. So, yeah, if you guys aren't familiar, A-1 and A-Ward, it sounds a lot alike, so we probably should get that done. But, uh, but I mean, I had a rough week, man. I had a rough week. And I mean, I only put up 86 points, and and I guess Calvin Johnson just doesn't listen to this podcast apparently because he, what did he do? Like you're telling me he's just a decoy. He's just was he? You can edit this right out, right? You can edit this out. Okay, cool, cool. Um, <laughs> my bad. Uh, I mean, Calvin is hurt right now. I mean, Calvin has a high ankle sprain. That is a tough injury to deal with, no matter what sport you play. But mm-hmm. uh, for what he does as a wide receiver, he's got a high ankle sprain. He he caught his first target, his first pass of the day, aggravated it, and was pretty much shut down the rest of the day. Didn't really do anything. Then a report comes out midweek. He's being tired of used as a decoy, and I'm thinking, bro, have a seat. <laughs> Hashtag have a seat. Have a seat. Yes, have a seat. Chill out. Let your ankle get get right, and you won't be a decoy anymore. So he won't play this Sunday. Uh, he's going to take take the Sunday off to let let it heal up, and hopefully he'll come back to the homies in both leagues. Because unfortunately, I have Calvin in both leagues. He's on the block. I put that in the league post. I put I put it. Uh, we've been talking about it in the group. Yep. And I'm saying it here on the show. Anybody, anybody who knows anybody in my two fantasy leagues, and they get them a tape of this podcast, get them a copy, let them know Calvin Johnson is on the block. I can't deal with the drama no more. He's on my do not draft list. 
He is on my do not. I'll give you Heartline for him straight up right now. So, anyway. <laughs> that was a good segue. Uh, yeah. So, NFL, like I said, I've, I've been having some issues with the NFL, obviously, with the domestic violence uh, issue with Ray Rice, with Adrian Peterson. And both of those topics came up in the news again today as Jerry Angelo, former GM for the Bears, Chicago Bears, said that he had hundreds of domestic violence cases and issues that they just swept under the rug. Oh, my um, goodness. And I'm thinking, bro, why? Like, why like would you even I'm, say that? Right. If I'm Roger Goodell, I'm looking at this headline and I'm going, dude, really? Like, you couldn't have just chilled. You did someone come up? Is someone paying you to say this? Why would you come up and say that? Um, so we have that issue, and then Adrian Peterson, you know, he is in danger of going to jail because he's. If you don't know, he's been indicted by grand jury for child abuse, for whipping his four-year-old son and leaving uh, incredible marks and, and I don't think and we can go past whooping now, right? Like, he beat him. He, he beat, beat him. Yeah. You're right. You're right. He he beat him. He beat him. Um, and he's – so, look, I've never been to jail. I've never been arrested. I don't know about these things. I've never been – had to go to court for a trial. Um, you know, that's – well, I had a couple of warrants, but, you know, that's neither here nor there. But anyway – um, but, uh, he, uh, he is going to stand trial. I think it starts December 1st. And during that time, like you can't like get in trouble for other things. They drug test you. He was on his, or he was with the, you know, the person who collects the urine sample and he just, the corrections officer just says, Hey, you know, I smoked a little bit and, uh, that's a no, no, that's a right. big no, no. Yeah. Like you're yeah. already. <laughs> My goodness. Now, whether or not he was. Now, here's what I want to know. Did he offer that up because he knew he was going to pee hot? Or, or did he think the dude would just keep it like. Did, right. Did, or did he think the guy would just kind of keep it between right. between them? Um, because if I want to know the results of this test, like this is the most anticipated test results since anything you've seen on Maury. <laughs> you know. Um, because if it comes back negative, if it comes back that he did not, he, that he didn't pee hot, it's like, bro, what are you doing? Why would you even say anything? Right. Why would you say anything? Um, somebody on Twitter said, you know, what scripture is Adrian going to use to get out of this one? And, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, Bomani Jones posted the scripture about, you know, how God planted every tree of the, this and, just in and, Tony Dungy mentoring Adrian <laughs> Peterson. <laughs> yeah. He posted the scripture from Genesis where it talks about God made every plant and every tree and oh, it was good. That's um, cool. so, so, you know, but you know, man, Adrian, you gotta, you I'm gotta, done with Adrian. I'm done. I'm not done with Adrian, but he's got to be smarter than this, man. He's got to be. You can't. Everybody's not your friend. I, I would thought he would have learned that through all right. the stuff that's happening with the reports. Well, he of, also, I mean, he's pled not guilty. He did plead not guilty, but, you know, the story came out about him using his foundation to fund a wild sex party. Um, you know, if you got your kids with you, you know, close their ears. You don't need to hear this part. But, you know, um, so Adrian, bro, bro. You got to pull it together. You got to pull it together. And my dude, Mike Jones from Austin. Who? Hit me. <laughs> he's going to be like, he's going to be so mad when he hears that part. But he hit me up and like, this dude is being a meathead. He's being stupid. And I said, bro, he's stressed out, man. Oh, yeah. I said, I mean, can't. I, I don't, I wouldn't have, but I'd see probably why he did. Well, I mean, he can't, he can't run over people. He can't play football. That's right. That's what he likes to do. He can't whip his kids. 
He was probably watching the new Cat Williams that nobody knows is out. <laughs> and, uh, you know, he can't. He he's got to put his kids in timeout now. He can't whoop them. He can't put his hands on them. Right. He can't even threaten to whoop them because um, you know that's what you know that's what parents do. Your parents go and put the. Uh, did they use a timer on the microwave? No, nah, nah, I didn't get that. I didn't get that. Use a timer on the microwave. I don't. Did I? Get, I mean, I got I got whooped too, but I mean, it was like I'm trying to think. I got promise whoopings. Um, promise I didn't get, I didn't get you know, I'm, I promise if you keep on, I'm gonna get you. Oh. I didn't, get, I was a pretty good kid, so oh, I, didn't no, I got those willow tree, like go pick your switch. Yeah, I got I'm, some of those. Yep, that's my grandma. My grandma had me go get the switch yeah. off, off the bush. So, but no, nah, man, he's stressed out and he just, he just, you know, he, he, he's just trying to free his mind a little bit, free his mind. Smoking. Trent, like he was a bad little kid. So Trent, if, if you can't hear him, he he raises hand to 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 speak to speak. Yeah, I feel like we should call on him <laughs> out of respect. <laughs> So bars. if you if you did not that is bars. <laughs> right. If you did not hear that, um, and hopefully no one would call you know child family services on on Trent's father, but uh, he said that his dad had a two by four, a two by four, a two by four uh, that he called the Department of Education, no, the, the board, the board. I'm sorry, the board. That's right. That, that fits in with the bars thing. Mm-hmm. The board of education, and he had a model on it that said bringing higher learning. To the seat of understanding. Wow, that's deep, right? Like, like that's, that's when you know you're happy with whooping something because you're laughing at how clever you are while you write on right. the, the the piece of wood that you're about. Right, to, wow, right, like like you could see, I could see his dad while he was crafting this, like bringing understanding to the seat. <laughs> I'm dope. I should get Father of the Year. I feel for like that. the word "seat" was in all caps. Like, man. <laughs> Like I feel like you should get to take a picture with that with that once you get done. Like you should just get, the kid. He's still Trent, still crying. He got snot flying everywhere. Baby, baby, come take a picture of this. Right, <laughs> self man. That would have been dope to have selfies with the board. Oh, oh man, it like so- plank from Ed, 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 Ed and Eddie. I mean, come on, come on. We know Ed. Anyways, man, I know that's the white thing part. Yo, I'm sorry, we got to digress. Do you know that Saturday morning cartoons are done? Done. There, see, the CW was the last network that was showing Saturday morning cartoons. They are no longer showing Saturday morning cartoons. Wow. Done. Done. I the guess the SEC they, probably has something to do with that, right? The SEC. <laughs> probably. We want probably. to watch the SEC. Mike Slav. Right? He. Yeah. 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 But no, apparently the the ratings for it were down. So like CBS and Fox and all the other network stations pulled out. The CW was the last one holding on, and I am so glad. Like I grew up watching Dragon Ball Z. And so, like, I was Dude, getting my Bobby's son, world. Come on, I was getting my son into Dragon Ball Z. Like, he would smile when the theme song came on, and he would watch it for a few minutes. He's only, you know, eighteen months, so you know you can't hold his attention span forever. But he would watch for a few minutes, and I'm so glad that I have the end of the Cell Saga recorded. Like, I'm hyped that I can go back and I don't have to get on YouTube. But yeah, Saturday morning cartoons. I never realized how many people actually dead. like Dragon Ball Z because I don't think I've ever seen an episode of it. It's dope. <laughs> Apparently I have to leave now. It's dope. Yeah, Trent said get out. Yeah, but it's Dragon Ball Z is dope, man. And and the, and the Cell Saga was one of the dopest one. And then 
what made me mad they were getting ready to go into the boo saga that was coming up next and now it's it's gone so so yeah so you know Saturday morning cartoons are gone. They no longer show Saturday morning cart- or cartoons after school. Well, maybe we should air the podcast on Saturday mornings now, since apparently there's a lot of viewers with nothing yeah. to do. We'll see. We'll yeah. see. <laughs> but nah, but I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just had it. You you said that and it brought that to mind. So, so man, see, this is why this is why having a ward here is kind of great and bad because now I have these notes. And like we've went off topic like eight billion times That's already. True. That's so, true. That's so true. it's cool to have somebody around. Well, I'll, I'll say that to the end. I'll so, get. I'll get it. You know, give me another couple episodes, man. I'll, no, I love digressing. This is. This is. I mean, this is what we do. We sit around and we talk and we have points and then we go places right. and we come back to the main That's thing. Good so. stuff. Good stuff. Man. So yeah. So back to the NFL. You know. Oh, we getting there, aren't we? Oh, we're talking about timing right now. We sticking to oh. an hour. Or are we going. Um. Yeah, we can go. I mean, we're going to do the final five. I just made it up. <laughs> In like five minutes, like cue some music. We can edit mm-hmm. this part out. Cool, right, right. Cool, we get cool, whatever. Uh, I think we probably. I'm down to the end. Like all I got left is uh, dumb rules. Um, we got to interview some kind of couple. <laughs> about an hour. I think this last one was about an hour ten. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like we don't. I don't really have a strict like it's got to be done in an hour. Because I feel like me. Right, right. I, I, me and Tierra had this conversation of it's too long. I'm like. Well, it's I think podcast. adding somebody else makes it right, makes it not right. as long. I mean, I probably couldn't sit there and just listen to you talk for an hour. I don't know. I have enjoyed, uh, I have enjoyed both of your podcasts. I honestly haven't listened to one yet. I know that's. I know. I know. I, I, you know. That's why I didn't ask. You. Well, now I, I got T-Mobile and I only get two gigs, and then I don't got anything. It's throttled, and it, man, it's just rough. <laughs> that's probably going to that's yeah, funny yeah but but nah but uh but nah we can keep going we can keep rolling so cool um, all right all right so if trent does decide to keep this you just kind of got into see we didn't you know what the black guy was on time let's just start there the black guy was on time the white guy was late we're busting first we're, off, we're busting stereotypes on it's a black off, and white thing i pulled into the driveway at 657 Oh, oh no, no! But, but white people have. If, if you're I five was minutes light to the point to where I wanted to eat my Wendy's in the car and not bring it inside. But you did bring it in front of people. Well, he he demanded it, and he also said I was parked in his wife's parking spot, so I had to get out. I'm just saying, the black guy was here. On, I was here at six forty. Well, then we're even well, for every time you showed up in the second half of the basketball games <laughs> last summer. Whoa! <laughs> Hold up, that only happened. I didn't show up in this. I showed up at the midway first quarter. I never showed up late, later than that. Okay. That was one time. All right. I was always on time. Well, I wasn't always on time, but I was there. <laughs> when it was time for the ball to be thrown up in the air, I was there. I still wouldn't have passed it to you <laughs> if it was on time. <laughs> All right. So, so one of the last things I want to get into, again, with my ongoing gripes with the NFL, Colin Kaepernick, uh, well, let me let me go back. The NFL has signed a an endorsement deal with Bose to be the official headphone uh, <laughs> company of, of the official headphone provider of the NFL or whatever. Right. Uh, and they came out last week with a ban of all Beats by Dre headphones, which are very popular amongst, I mean, across in pop culture. Period. Of course. Beats yeah. by Dre has been around for a while. They're the number one headphone 
uh, supplier in, in America, maybe the world, I don't know. Colin Kaepernick at his post-game press conference has on a pair of pink Beats headphones, which are in support of breast cancer, which if you did not know, the NFL does not give a dime to breast cancer, to any breast cancer research or any breast cancer society, although they have all this pink merchandise that they're shoving down your throat during the month of October. So do your research on that if, you, if you're curious to know about about that. And they fined Colin Kaepernick $10,000 for wearing Beats headphones pink beats headphones let me let me I, just, I don't want you to lose sight of that that it weren't just any pair of beats but there are pink beats headphones to in support of breast of october being breast cancer awareness month um could you even tell they were beats yes you could see the b on them you could oh, okay. see the b he didn't have them covered up uh richard sherman i'm pretty sure is gonna is gonna have to expect to see a a a check or see his his wallet be a little bit lighter because on the, during the Monday night game he was talking with Deshaun Jackson they grew up together in Compton and he has a pair of I think his beats were also pink no they were black and uh so but you could see, clearly see the B and the rule is that they have banned beats from being seen on camera during their games and again this is another reason why I continue to wonder why I support the NFL silly. This is silly. You're policing the wrong thing. Right. You're you're policing stupid stuff like Hussein Abdullah, the safety from the Chiefs. Yeah. Sliding. Well, they said it well anyway, but Well, I to be fair to the referees and to the to the league, I think they were penalizing him for the slide. Right. But they find him the too. Pre- they were going to, but uh. when it came out that he was praying, then they had to backtrack and say, well, we're not going to find him. Right. And we were wrong to penalize him for what was essentially a prayer, which how would a referee know that? Number one, I don't know too many white Muslims for, to start. I don't know too many white, because I think the crew was majority right, um, uh, was a majority white crew that night. I don't know too, too many, uh, too many referees, period, regardless of color, who are going and saying, oh, hmm, okay, he slid on his knees and he bowed down. He's Muslim and he's praying. Had the referee stepped up and said, well, sure, the last name Abdullah, of course he was praying. Then people would say, well, you're a racist. Right. So, the, Roger, what are, you, what are you guys doing? First of all, Roger, have you decided to step down from being the czar of discipline? Let's, <laughs> let's just start there. Like, I haven't tweeted you that in a while, but just in case this podcast should end up in your hands, and if anyone has any connections to Roger, you want to put this podcast in his hands. Roger, have you stepped down yet? Have you named an independent panel, in a panel that can handle the disciplinary issues apart from the league? Have you started there, please? But they're policing the wrong things. Right. You should be able to celebrate as long as you're not pulling a Jimmy Graham and dunking on the goal because, you know, you could bend it, Jimmy. Which happened last year. That happened yeah. last I mean, year against the Falcons. A, that's legit. Yeah, I, mean, I get it. You know? And as long as you're not using anything that's a part of the field, the pylon as a prop, right. you score a touchdown, it's a game. Like, have we forgotten that it's right. that kids play this in their backyard and they score touchdowns and they spike the ball and they do the worm and they do group? Well, they do. well I mean, I just watched the interview on J.J. Watt when he returned the 80-yard interception, and he said the whole way down he was just thinking about what dance is he going to do or what, you know, and so he kind of – Dion high stepped with the Nene right, intertwined, right. and then he realized he was a white defensive back and was <laughs> like, "This is totally out of my element." But I mean, people do that when you grow up playing football. You're like, you know, you're 
you know, thinking about what am I going to do when I score a touchdown, yeah, especially as a defensive player too. Right. You know, like, uh, geez, you know, like. Man, let, let these guys celebrate. Let them, let like them said, wear their no Jesus, no peace shirts. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, I could, I kind of understand that part of it of we don't want you wearing, you know, non-approved stuff, which kind of during the press conferences that, that wording. Right. But here's the thing, Roger. Here's the thing you got to understand. You're not helping Bowes out because all the attention is being put on, hello, Beats. Exactly. All people are talking about are Beats. They're not talking about Bowes. You're not bringing them any exposure, number one. Number two, if you really want to help Bowes out and you want them to be the official headphone supplier of the NFL, you need to buy all 53 players a pair of their own bows. If you're going to ban it, right? you can't stop them from, I mean, even if they cover up the B, people are still going to know that they're beats, that they're not bows. Hello. Like if you want them to, if you want them to wear only bows products on their heads, when you're, they're in press conferences or they're on the field, then buy everybody a pair of bows and say, Hey, if we see you wearing beats, then the fine would be more. Roger's severe. not that kind of guy. He's not that kind of guy. I keep, you know, Again, I love the NFL. I do. I do. But you're making it hard for me. You're making, you're making it really hard for me to continue to support. And look, I get it. My dude Mike hit me up and said, are, we going to, are you going to start saying fire Roger again? And I haven't replied back, but my answer is, is no, because I'm basically um, in the desert hollering at myself. No one is lit. There may be like 10 other people with it's me. It's like the Ill Minor Hobson video. Yeah. Yeah, I mean Shame there may be it. there may be ten ten people out there with me, but we're we're by ourselves. We're we're lost. We're Jack and Hurley. Do you sometimes wish that you just watched football and enjoyed it and didn't like get all into it? Like, I wish. Like you know, uh, uh, I was talking with a young lady at my job, and I talked about potentially boycotting, and she goes, "You should join me. It's great. It's <laughs> it's 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 such a freeing feeling. I can go to the store. There are no lines. I can get a lot of stuff accomplished." And I'm like. That's this is this is bit, but this has been my life. Like as a kid, right? You grow up and you you root for these guys, and it's just. Nah, nah. By the way, Andrew Luck is torching the right uh, the Texans. What's right the score? Now. I don't know, but he has two hundred yards, and it's not even halftime. So um, I got a little sick to my stomach a minute ago, but you know that's Are what fantasy f- football trades will do to you. Yo, let me. Yeah. Oh. So a little bit of fantasy, and we're going to shut it down because we're we're at the end. That was the last part. I don't know what eighty three was thinking, but he traded Andrew Luck to Shock, who Shock now has a formidable team. Formidable team. He's got a pretty. But good I squad. feel like he had a formidable team even before the Andrew Luck trade. I yeah, mean, but it it, it was really getting sh- better. But yeah, I mean, I he gave up Demarius, which but to me in our league we have you can start two quarterbacks, and so I think he had to have two quarterbacks. Having two really really solid quarterbacks in which you. Know, Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. I'm not going to call Tom Brady solid yet. I think Tom Brady is is, is at the end. I mm-hmm. think he's almost done. Yeah, but me too. We can discuss that a little bit more once we have the rest of the homies. But um, getting Andrew Luck, I think, was a really big deal for him um, going forward. So, so, but uh, but yeah, we digress. Yes, they are blasting the Texans. It's twenty four to seven. Uh, Luck threw t- another touchdown. Has he got two now? Jeez. T.Y. Hilton is killing, so whoever has T.Y. Hilton has got to be pretty happy. My goodness. Um, but uh, Andrew Luck is also the leading rusher with one rushing attempt for five yards. 
Oh, okay. So, so not and Lamar Bradshaw caught another pass. My goodness. Anyways, we can yeah, right, yeah, right, yeah, yeah, right, yeah. right. You didn't, you, you didn't tune in us to hear us. You know, we might edit this part out. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Yeah, here. we'll see. But um, but now you know that's it for the day show. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Uh, once again, I don't think did I give. I, I did not give it, you know, I'm going to post this. To, I post every episode to Facebook and to Twitter. But if you want to go, if you want to bypass that and go directly to SoundCloud.com backslash A1, the LP, that's all letters. You can check out the show. Um, give us some feedback. Yeah, um, definitely. I know. Again, my wife has, has been on me about, you know, nobody wants to listen to you talk for an hour. And I'm like, it's a podcast. Did you, you say get, the same thing back to her? Yeah, I said it's a podcast. When you, oh, oh, look at you. <laughs> That's why I'm not married. <laughs> Yo, okay. I'm sorry, A-Ward, Tierra. You know. A-Ward trying to get me caught up. You know what? That's you. That's show tell. It's not mine. Because you play, you the one playing games. But anyway. But um, but no, I, I told him, like, look, it's a, it's a podcast. You can pick it up and put it down whenever you please. Right. And SoundCloud has a handy little function where you can uh, scrub is what the the technical term is scrub to wherever you stopped at if you don't if you can't remember or if you you know check the minutes where you stop pick it back up so but give us some feedback is there anything that we can do to make it better any type of you know little silly formats that we could bring to the show if you bring it to us like and we whenever use I spit some bars yeah yeah you know yeah. you know um, you know if, if you bring the idea to us and it and it blows up and it becomes something really dope we can't pay you um, but you will have our Never ending gratitude. Of course. Of course. You know, you know, we might, you know, if we if we blow up and we make it, we might put you like in our walk of fame or something. Or maybe go. you can come visit us at the studios or something. I don't know. I don't know. But uh, but yeah, give us some <laughs> feedback, man. Let us know what you think, uh, how we can make it better, what do you like, what what don't you like? Because we started this for you guys. We're here for you. We are a show for the people. You know, and, and in the words of the great Trent Dilfer, you cannot win games and you cannot lose games in the NFL, and still win. Mm, that's, that's a good quote to end on. Yeah. yeah, 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 you know. And you will never hear me say something that stupid. I just want to let you know that. Um, the day you hear me say something that stupid, it's time to shut it down. So uh, <laughs> if you want to hear great gems of wisdom from Trent Dilfer, you can go to ESPN. But if you want to hear that real, that real, that real, that raw, <laughs> you can come to us. So you see uh, you, A-Word get kind of the uncomfortable white guy laugh like, oh, my yeah. God. I just didn't know how following up with that raw, like after you, <laughs> like echoing that. I didn't think that would sound very yeah, cool. Yeah, so. yeah. But, but anyway, but anyway. Thank you for listening. Once again, we're recording from the wonderful studios of the Music Microwave Podcast. Yes, sir. Check out that show if you love hip-hop. You can check it out. My man, DJ Trey, holds it down. That's Podomatic.com backslash Music Microwave Podcast. Check them out. So once again, recording from the lovely, the beautiful. I shouldn't say lovely and beautiful as a guy. Let's edit that out. Take that out. No, you're going to leave that in there. I don't know you are. Yep. It's okay. So pause that whole part. Let's three- two one recording from the mmp studios it's carlos it's kimsey it's a ward it's a ward man and it is it's a, a black and a white thing, thing. Y'all. all right y'all. Y'all.